Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to the 2018 Scanline Media Gimmick Awards. We're here with another category and another new... Oh, wait, no, it's Nick again. It's me, Nick Cease, here for another uh, Riddick Awards. Uh, so who is the best Riddick this year? Our nominees are Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm, okay. And me. Uh, hmm. Jen? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm also in this podcast. I'm Jennifer. <laughs> um, but, more, but more importantly oh okay i was waiting for him to um, i changed my name vin diesel is still vin diesel i'm just also vin diesel okay oh you're the vin diesels vin's diesel mm-hmm. so uh for this category uh best old game we're basically talking about games we played in 2018 that weren't from that year but we liked a whole lot um the nominees are fable 3 mercenaries ssx3 Tales from the Borderlands, Guilty Gear Rev 2, Danganronpa V3, Blaze Blue Central Fiction, Analog A Hate Story, Kerbal Space Program, and Soma. You know, usually Jen lets me sort of walk all over this podcast and do whatever I want, but she did shut me down from doing my Riddick impression, which (laughs) I guess is probably a good thing. You keep what you play. What? Uh, what? I, 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 Was that like Rob sixty four? Super Mario Galaxy. All right. So this list of nominees, uh, best old game. Um, the the only qualifications for best old game is you need to have not had a major content release in twenty eighteen. Uh, and, and and but have released previous to that. Um, it's possible that technically Kerbal Space Program had some kind of major release in 2018. Not to the knowledge of any of the three of us, and if they added anything, we didn't fucking notice. So it's on the list. Yeah, and uh, um, I guess I could put Near Automata here, but this list is already pretty packed, so I'll just say mm-hmm. Near Automata is still... Yeah. Well, and a, a one-year-old game honestly doesn't feel like that much of a like. And, and frankly, for that reason, I'm going to say Danganronpa V3 should come off. Like, it's it's weird calling something an old game when it's from 2017. I guess you have a point, but also I just want to say Danganronpa V3 um, is very very good, and I'm excited to hear Nick's thoughts as Nick plays through it. I guess that's the other reason it should come off is because that game sucks, but. <laughs> Poop from a butt. Um, but also 2017, so we're going to go ahead and cut that one. All right. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any... You know, I don't think Rampa would have it any other way. A, a, a body has been found. <laughs> um, now let's continue this sort of class trial. Um, listen, Fable 3... I'm going to go ahead and cut. Of the, like, old games that I put on here, uh, Fable 3 is probably the least going to hang. Uh, people gave Fable 3 a lot of shit at the time it came out, and there were reasons for that, but also there's a lot of really interesting ideas, and I just fucking miss Fable, y'all. Yeah, like, they had that weird Connect thing they were working on for a bit, but got completely dropped, and the franchise apparently went along with it, which is a shame. Yeah, it's just like, it was a, like, open world, but not, like, obsessed with the idea of being an open world, light-hearted, like, free RPG, where, like, 
you fucking like there's a part in so Fable Three is the one where you're playing as the prince or princess and you are like planning an uprising to overthrow your older brother who's running the kingdom like a tyrant. But one of the things is like, okay, you leave the king, you leave the castle, and it's like, okay, we gotta build an army. First things first, you gotta win some hearts and minds. Go make a bunch of pies. And it's like, man, games don't do that. That's great. Yeah. Uh, on PC, no. I don't think that's a good version. Um, if you end up at some point getting an Xbox, and there are uh, programs for you to do so at a reasonable price, um, then you can get it through Game Pass, and then that's a good... That's that's actually a lot of these games are games that I experienced through Game Pass this year, because it was like, hey, it cost me literally nothing to download this game, and be like, hey, this game's old and good. Yeah. So. Alright. Uh... Is Tales from the Borderlands mostly here just to be like, hey, it's a shame what happened to Telltale? No, that's a legitimately great game that I didn't really get around to playing until this year. Like, I played some of the first episode, maybe in around 2017 or so, and I liked it a lot, kind of lost track of it, then came back to it later, and it is such a well-done game. Like, it has a really engaging story it makes the borderlands elements interesting for once and uh the writing and presentation is top to bottom incredible like some of the things that um it, it kind of is in there in some regard because of um telltale just knowing some insider things about how that engine worked and how for physics they had to hand animate every single piece and the first episode has this amazing collision scene where there's like 10 or 20 cars going up in the air at the same time and you can tell someone worked poured their heart out into that specific scene and the whole thing is very it, it continues to surprise both uh in terms of some of its grander scale stuff and some of the smaller things and it has some of the best intro sequences I've ever seen. Like, they really they really take the whole Borderlands starting with a catchy song thing and push it to the next level with um, intros that function as montages or just tone set pieces. It's, it's very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you can... If you can acquire it without putting money into the into the company the bank that is overseeing telltale's uh assets then by all means you should probably play it hmm okay well if there's that much of a strong case for tales from the borderlands which i thought would be an easy cut i guess i can go ahead and cut mercenaries um games owe so much more to mercenaries than than is given credit for mercenaries is the game that made open worlds actually have stuff in them that was interesting, as opposed to just, like, and, you know, also stuff that wasn't interesting, but, like, the deck of 52 idea of, like, you know, 52 bounties just scattered across the map is the precursor to modern, like, modern collectibles that are actually engaging, and also, like, the Nemesis system, and that game had also, like, you could call in, like, supply drops. It's still 
no game has done the thing as well as mercenaries where you could just fucking call in a fucking airstrike. You just like, like, hey, I'm going to go onto my, my PDA because it's an old game. But basically on these days, you could just go to your smartphone and be like, hey, I want to order a bunker buster. Can you drop it over there, please? Like, how has no one copied that? Just Cause hasn't copied that. They're idiots. Mercenaries was rad. <laughs> yeah, Mercenaries still holds up rather well today. Um, and it, it's fun the ways that you can completely screw over your game by destroying a faction or making them hate you enough. <laughs> On the other hand, the politics of the game, which are not as bad as you'd think, because it, it like it presents it like, hey, look, here are these mercenaries, they're war profiteers, they're kind of shitty. And here are these people who are taking advantage of the situation. Like, here's the CIA guy, and he's hanging out with the South Koreans, but he's also clearly just being a fucking manipulative piece of shit. But then also there's stuff like... So I went into the Chinese headquarters for the first mission from the Chinese faction, which is just called China, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, like, the, the CO and his, like, his second-in-command, and then there's a projector, which is projecting into a screen, and it's projecting just a picture of China, all in red, with the subtitle China. And it's like, China. yeah, they're from there, I think they know that. Wow, okay. And, and of course, it's playing into that whole... It, it plays into the Western idea of what North Korea looks like, in a way, because... Totally. Yeah, it, it's very much that sort of, um, we need a easy boogeyman to put in this that players won't feel bad blowing up and of course north korea sure though they do they do create you know their own history of like this even worse dictator that rises to power which you know at least at least they do at least it's not just like you know fucking you know blow up a real world person and you know at least it's not a tom clancy game it's true it's not it's very much not (sighs) ah Nick, looking at yours, looking at your list here of, of, of four Looking games that I mostly sort of arm barge you into putting on this list. <laughs> um, we played Blaz Blue's Central Fiction, and it was fun. We didn't play very much of it, though, did we? No. I. It's ad- a good mention. I adore that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I would fight for it, but I don't know. Like, it might be the best game on this list. Wow. But it's not the most 2018 game on this list, I think. So, I can I, I can cut it if you will. Okay. I think we should keep Soma. Yeah, I guess we should. Like, um, <laughs> it, it's still a very effective game years later. And uh, they added some significant stuff. Uh, in 2018, I believe that—that's the year where they did oh, really? the safe mode, right? Uh, that was actually the end of 2017. Oh. Not by much, but yeah. Because oh, okay. if they had added stuff, then it wouldn't have been vile in this category. Nah. We would have to kick it. Um, I didn't know they had a safe mode. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, it um, it, it it's very similar to the normal mode, except in this one you can't be killed as monsters as often because most of the time they'll just be hanging around and being something you can observe rather than something that's chasing you and forcing you to hide. Hmm. Cool. They almost got me to play that game, but then I figured out that they'd basically half-ass the safe mode and it wasn't actually safe, and I was like, never mind, not playing it. Yeah, there, there's still ways to die, um, to be clear. But, uh, yeah, it, 
it's it's a much gentler time than playing it like normal. And I played through it again fairly recently, and the story holds up. I think like it's one of the few ones that it's it's one of the few video games that has several twists and gets into the idea of what humanity is and what sense of self is that doesn't half-ass it. Uh, Guilty Gear Xrd Rev 2 is a very good game, and I think it was probably added to this list by our friend Alan, um, though of course I played some in, in 2018, but it, 2018 was a year with some really good fucking fighting games, and in my mind they really overshot our Guilty Gear. Yeah, um, in fact several fighting games made by the same company. <laughs> Yeah, well, turns out they're the best. It turns out, even in our best old games, fucking Arxis gets two games on the list because they're good at this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they Strike are. it down. Why did we eliminate Guilty Gear before we eliminated Blaze Blue? That's a that's a that's a fight that anyone else Freudian in the world slip. would be like we made the right call, but it's fine. Oh yeah, um, I'm glad we don't have certain guests on here because. They would be all knives out to um, defend uh, Guilty Gear and trash Blaze Blue. Sure, I know they would. That you know, it's okay. We all know some fools. It's fine. Uh, how strong? Like I, uh, we have all played Analog of Hate Story. I think we all like that game a lot. Yeah. Um, I guess. I mean, so. The thing for me and Jen, of course, is that for us, it wasn't a game of 2018, right? We didn't play it in 2018. I don't uh, think yeah. we probably thought about it in 2018. Um, I think, why did I play this game? I'm pretty sure it was because <laughs> of U6. It pro- you know, you might have been like, what's a, what's a visual, like, hey, you I do think, a visual novel podcast. What's uh, one I should play that isn't like, I don't know, that is more interesting. And I probably oh, okay. would have suggested Analog. I think that was surprisingly accurate. Yeah. Okay. What'd you think? Good. I don't play lots of visual novels. I've played, I've played uh, Tank and Rumpa, Tank and Rumpa 2. Yeah. <laughs> and Analog. <laughs> oh, well, no. It sounds and like I you acci- like vis- oh, Hold on. I also accidentally played uh, Katawa Shoujo because... Uh-huh. Oh, well, no. And I played Doki Doki Literature Club. So I played Doki Doki, right? And I was like, you know what? Sure. And, and just you know hold your applause i wanted more of that kind of thing <laughs> sure <laughs> and so somehow i, I don't, don't remember if i've told you this story before i was browsing the internet trying to find something similar without spoiling myself like even if i know stuff is coming i'm still you know willing to be in disbelief i'll let the game try to do its magic on me and then somehow i saw a reference to katoa shoujo which is a dating sim Mm-hmm. Uh, just a regular <laughs> kind of i mean it's a good visual novel type deal um and so i accidentally played through it like twice trying to find a disturbing or like a big twist nope <laughs> it was just it just ended up being surprisingly good i never would have played it unless i thought it was going to be some sort of very strange sick horror game but i ended up enjoying it a lot so i guess analog is like my fifth visual yeah, it sounds like you like visual novels, and maybe you should just try some of them. I don't know yeah. how to get into them, I guess. That's, we'll talk off the air. It's, yeah. I mean, literally, it's the easiest fucking genre to get into because it's just you click and text appears. I so mean, easy. I, I don't know how to get myself into it. Oh. It's, it's strange. Um, 
so I'll, some of, I can I can recommend some ones where they ask you what your name is and then you type Nick and then you're in the oh, game. That's what I, I need that kind of personal touch, you know, Siri. Uh-huh. Like I don't use anything on my phone with my fucking thumb because I'm not a savage. I just ask Ooh. Siri. Like, uh, here, uh, hey Siri, what did you think of Analog a Hate Story? It's your opinion that counts, Nick. Right. Just like, isn't that wholesome? That's what I need in my video game. <laughs> well, okay. Um, setting aside your clearly very fucked up relationship with your uh, with your wife, who you make talk like Siri. Um, let's move on to another another. So, okay, does analog stay on this list then, or L- listen? I'm a okay. Listen, let's here 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 here's here's I've been holding my cards up against my chest, <laughs> pressed up against my chest this whole time. Mm-hmm. I'm laying them down on the table here. I think this list should be SSX3 Kerbal Space Program and Soma. I'm not uh I'm not sold on KSB. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Kerbal fan myself, so What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> I think it is good for a specific niche. And I think it will continue to be good for that specific niche for longer than most video games. Nick, we made a podcast about Kerbal Space Program in 2018. Six, we made a a podcast about a a Fanta from Romania last week, so... It's true, we're really talented. (laughs) Um, uh, Like... But it was a full podcast, and we had content for the full podcast. It wasn't just, like, a segment. true. I mean, and I mean, we let's see, what do we do? We um, we put a person in very close orbit to the sun. It's true. Uh, with no fuel, like to the point <laughs> where, like, every time they circled closest to the sun, you see the meter on their fucking suit jump them. to the point where they almost incinerate. Yep. We trapped um, somebody because you put like a booster over their hatch, and so they were just kind of trapped do that. in this death capsule. That's true. Uh, we uh, fired people at Mars, and we almost hit. Um, I went to the moon and back. Technically back. The fact that I exploded in orbit really doesn't... Just got back, right? Your matter returned. Uh, the thing is, I'm not sure I'm going to remember all the times in KSP. or what? I'm, not, I'm not sure I'm going to remember the game part of KSP as much as I might perhaps analog if I play more visual novels or... Soma, if I hunt down more interesting games. Soma is, like, I'm... Like, obviously, Soma is, like, a a good game that I have less than no interest in. Um, (laughs) So, like, I I think it should be in the top three. It might even win this category, but it's hard for me to fight for it over things I actually like, because I don't like Soma. Um... I respect Soma a lot, but when we're at the point where we're like, well, clearly it should go on and Kerbal Space Program should go in the trash can, I get unhappy. <laughs> listen, listen, we've, we've heard both sides of the argument, you know, prosecution and defense, and now we go to uh, Judge Jenny for the final vote. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of whether I would rather... Hmm. I'm starting to think of rather whether I would rather cut uh, Tales from the Borderlands or Soma. And um, I guess I would have to cut Tales from Borderlands because there's fewer 
legal ways to buy that right now that don't <laughs> in, um, that don't make you want to take a shower. So I think we cut tails, and I I can cut Kerbal here because I do think it's really noteworthy that that Nick literally tried a new genre in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> and also one of the best instances of that genre. I think that's really great. Yeah, like, I think that some of her later games are a bit better, but uh, that's a very good game still. Try to think. Mm -hmm. No, I don't think any of her later, later games are better, now that I think about it, personally. But, what other games you know, are there? Uh, Hate Plus, uh, Don't Take It Personally, Babe, This Just Ain't Your Story, and uh, Lady Killer in a Bind. Lady Killer in a Bind is really mechanically interesting. There's a, There are things I like about that, but we'll talk about that another time. Indeed. <laughs> um, okay, so we have our top three, SSX3, Analoga Hate Story, and Soma. This is the point where Nick goes, what's SSX3, right? Wait, wait, wait. It's come to me since you sent me this list and I'm like, six, I don't know anything on it. It's a snowboarding game, right? It is a snowboarding game. Yes. It is the last great snowboarding game. <laughs> It is the last, well, okay, Skate's fine, but other than Skate, it is the last great extreme sports game. Wow. It is a game where you are, it's, an PS, it's a PS2 and Xbox, original Xbox game, open world, you're on a mountain with three peaks, and there are various events, and you do tricks, and it's sponsored by DNL, which is 7-Up Upside Down, uh, and SSX3 rules. Yeah, and I do think that there are some pretty good snowboarding games that came out after. Like, I spent a lot of time in Steep, which is, uh... It's kind of a cross between skiing, snowboarding, and a few other things. That can get pretty fun, but, uh... There's a nice... There's a nice level of simplicity to SSX3 that's pretty cool. Like, um... The open world isn't as open as it lets on. It's mostly just riding up to a track and being like, oh, so do you want to ride this track or do you want to ride through it and just get to the next part of the mountain? And It's true. But the snowboarding itself feels so good and the challenges are balanced in a fun enough way that um, that's totally fine. Like, there's a cute mechanic where you're riding with other people next to you and if you punch them enough, they get irritated with you and will throw various quips at you as they try to destroy you. That is so cute. Yeah. There's a trick you can do in this game, which is, of course, called guillotine, where you, in midair, take the board off of your feet, press it up against your neck, and let go, and it just starts spinning around your neck like a helicopter blade. This game is great. <laughs> Yeah, it's basically everything you would want to do with the snowboard as a kid, but of course you can't do because physics don't work that way. But in this beautiful game, physics work that way. Sounds like a magical place. You can take off your snowboard and just set it in the air next to you and twirl, and the skate and not the skateboard, the snowboard will not move any further away from you. It will maintain that distance and twirl and sync with you, and then you can just grab it when you're done and put it back on your feet. Yeah, and uh, also it's got a good soundtrack. Oh yeah, the soundtrack is very good. Like they, I think all of them are semi-original mixes in terms of they're using licensed music, but they're adding 
they're adding their own unique mix to it, so that lets them fade various parts in and out as you're snowboarding, and they can make songs like uh, Rockstar at least five minutes longer than it normally is, which is pretty funny, but it also works really well. Sounds like I should legally acquire a PlayStation 2 and play some SSX. Well, if you get one of those Xboxes through that deal, it's available for pretty cheap on the Xbox store because, of course, it's backwards compatible. Oh. I got it for, it I think, like is two, an old game. Two, I think I got it for, like, two twenty five, dollars uh, but that was on sale. It's not going to be, it's probably going to be, like, $5. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it's, it's still, it, it's still very fun to play these today. All right, so I don't think Analog can win this category. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be I don't be think Soma. I can, yeah, I don't think I can stop Soma from winning this category. <laughs> uh, I could SX3. throw a tantrum that doesn't seem very productive. It sounds like a great time. You know, it doesn't sound like a great time. So <laughs> much. <laughs> uh, I, I, don't you just love it when you wake up in 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 just in a indescribable amount of time into the future, and you're just surrounded by a bunch of electronic monsters and a bunch of body parts, and you seem to be going further, further into the ocean, and there's these weird ocean spiders that you have to get around if it was written by jim davis i might be into it if you if you woke up clutching your head and stared at stared at the nearest like meat metal monstrosity and said mondays am i right then i would be into it (laughs) but instead it's just like is is gross grim dark stuff and i'm just not into it yeah. With horror elements, this, 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 I I know I still not am not going to stop it from win, but I'm just going to say that it's got nothing I want. I want nothing to do with Soma. That's fair. I I think mm-hmm. one of the more impressive things about Soma in particular is this is from the people who essentially changed the entire horror genre when they put out Amnesia: The Dark Descent, and instead of resting on that and doing another one of those. Um, they, no, they did do that too. Well, they had a different company do that for them, but they went back to the drawing board for Soma and they did a bunch of other new things to it that made it feel very fresh. And they. Amnesia doesn't really have a interesting story, but this one does. They put in the effort mm-hmm. and they have a lot of time where you're just standing there and not dealing with anything at all. You're just soaking in this cool sci fi environment or. You're in the near future Canada where you're searching for a small little vial that you're supposed to take with you to this uh, screening. It, they, do a, they put a lot of effort into you just absorbing this interesting place, and I'm way into that. For sure. All right, it wins. Fine. And I'd like, as I say, I'm not going to get anywhere arguing against it, so whatever. Yeah, I I couldn't include Nier Automata on this list, so I feel your pain. (laughs) My pain would have been if I included fucking Capcom vs. SNK 2. That would have been, that's a a good game. (laughs) 
Oh, man, you get, like, K-Groove, and you get, you get like, the roll cancels, and you just... Guys, you want to talk about Capcom uh, vs. Game Two? You could get Rock Howard, and you could do the 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 Raging Storm. He just like that just charges out a storm. Shazam! Hey, uh, you could play as you could play as Terry, or you could play as Hibiki. Hibiki's in that game. Nobody gets Hibiki anymore. She's got like the sword, and you get like the clink every time you do a normal because she receives the sword. I think if we just like disconnected from the Discord, Six would record an entire other podcast on. Marvel versus whatever Capcom, if, Nintendo versus Sega Genesis Reborn. Yeah, if it was, yeah, if it was a month earlier, I could probably make an argument for whichever rival schools is in 3D and went to arcades and had a tag team system because that game fucking rules. Project Justice. Yeah, Project that Justice. game is good. Yeah, I got to play it at Macfest ah. on an actual cabinet, and it was fantastic. It was my first exposure to any uh, rifle schools at all, and I loved it. Ah, oh, Project Justice is so. Did you get to play with the photographer at all? Yeah. Ah. All right, Soma can win. It's fine. Um, <laughs> okay, our winner for best old game is Soma. Uh, swallowing this a little better because I was buttered up with with classic fighting games. Uh, runners up: SSX Three and Analog a Hate Story. Uh, tune in next time for the podcast where we recommend visual novels to Nick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's more like i i come up with visual novel names and then you, you insist to nick why under no certain terms you should ever play that game <laughs> no 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 I what mean, would happen six is becoming increasingly great at this what would happen would be an impromptu segment on whatever podcast you're on you'd be like okay jen jen come up with names of visual novels and we'll quiz nick on whether they're real or not and he'll get lower than 50 percent somehow correct it's true I'm, I'm getting pretty good at that yeah i did an impromptu segment on bottle crow where i invented dorito flavors <laughs> and nick could not tell um spicy taco is not a doritos flavor it sounds like what one doesn't sick it world do we live in all right, Nick. Do you want to plug anything in our plug zone? I'm still abstaining from plugs. See. Uh, wow, I got you so good. I got you so good. You're pouting <laughs> for like a week. This is it's, amazing. It's kind of come over the hill, and it's it's just my thing now. I'm gonna own it. Okay, that's fair. That's like I'm fair. gonna be like one of those receptacles or one of those cover plates. It's like over where a power cable is, but they didn't actually wire the receptacle up, so it's not very useful. But it's just like kind of taunting you. You know, this is like, this is a fucking, this is going on Scanline Talks. Mm-hmm. This is our public feed. So I'm going to give y'all the, like, the full thing. So here we fucking go. This is production of Scanline Media. You can find more at scanlinemedia.com. You can support our Patreon at patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. We have a lot of podcasts. We have uh, Bottle Crow Reborn, which is a Dota 2 or cooking podcast, or often both. You can find uh, The Garnet Wager, which is a South Korean reality game show podcast. Why is that a thing? Because it's interesting. Uh, there's Neutral Game, which is a monthly fighting game podcast. There's Novel Not New, a visual novel podcast, which is also monthly. Though you're going to find that one just on your podcatcher. You're not going to find it at uh, Scanline Media. There's Oops All Anime which is a podcast for patrons only. $1 a month gets you everything. And it's me and Jen and a guest usually talking about an anime, different anime every week, except for sometimes we do two in a row. But it's a whole sampler plate of of so many different anime. And uh, also we have articles and stuff, and we stream sometime, and it's great. Yeah, indeed. Also, I'm 6 and I'm on Twitter, at 6 <laughs> 
And I'm at JBU3 on Twitter. And uh, we will have more award categories. I'm pretty sure. I think I'll probably put these up in order, in the order they were recorded. That seems like the easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably we'll have more award categories and more winners, and all of them will be better games than Soma. Peace out. <laughs> have a good one. Sure.